Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, prohibited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Pittsburgh Steeler fans, we are back with part two of a very special edition of the Scobro Show. I am Dave Schofield, co-editor of BehindTheSteelCurtain.com. With me, as always, my big brother, Rich. Doing good, Rich? Hanging in there. All right. And our yeah, very... Right. doing great. <laughs> I was going to say. And our very, very special guest, Mr. Sam Highsmith, who's here talking to us about fatherhood, being a, being a Steelers dad, all this great stuff. We're just... We're just talking and learning, and it's great. So, um, Rich, I'm going to turn it back to you. I've kind of been hogging a little bit. I'll let you ask a question. Oh, well, aren't you fun? Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, so I talked about how you know how often you get to communicate with with Alex, and you know, you talk about the game you were sitting with Benny Snell's parents. How often do you actually communicate with other players on the team or their families as as well? Is is there like a little network of of some of the players' families or whatever, maybe you keep in touch with. I'll be honest. Um, I think COVID's probably caused that not to really happen a whole lot. Um, okay. I think at games, um, I've actually um, had a lot of conversation with Kevin Dawson's dad. Uh, we saw each other going in the very first game. I had my fifty-six on. He had sixty-nine on. It was just kind of like we pointed at each other, and um, pretty much we, we talked. Almost every game, but pretty regularly. Um, um, Snell's parents there. Uh, I sat by the Edmonds parents in the the Baltimore Ravens game. Um, I'm missing one. Gosh, I can't think. I am fate. Um, I, I'm on Twitter. Twitter follow each other with um, Cam Hayward's mom, um, mother, and mm-hmm. and we will communicate some. She's she's very she's very nice. Um, I'm looking forward to that. I, I kind of 
hate that they get that part because, like I said earlier, right. um, I've always been involved with the players and parents. Um, and I still like the Charlotte guys. This year's guys, seniors, they were the sophomores when Alice was a senior. And I'm going to try to get to at least one game. They play Duke. Duke actually comes to Charlotte this year, being a Carolina grad. That's a, a double reason to cheer for Charlotte that game. But um, those those people are, I still like family. And I, want, I look forward to meeting some of the, the players this year. Um, well, I'll take that back. Ray Ray McLeod lived in the same apartment that Alice lived in. Um, the longest conversation I have with any of them was Eric Ebron. Um, Alice and I went to the NC State game. Eric's, I'm assuming it's Eric's senior year. I didn't, Eric might have declared the year early, but it's last year at, at Chapel Hill. Mm-hmm. It's a great game. And um, Gio Bernard got this amazing punt return for a touchdown. We beat NC State. And it was a crazy comeback. It was the year that Russell Wilson should have been a senior. But Russell uh, to Wisconsin that year. And he, and he transferred, but, yeah. Uh, oh my God, Russell beat us so many times in Charlotte. But to this day, still my favorite <laughs> Wolfpack athlete um, ever, probably even more than David Thompson. I love Russell Wilson. Um, okay, I went off. <laughs> 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 right. No, you go, so, yeah. you go. Here You're fine. Run. Here we go. <laughs> um, so I was up there. I want to say that would have been the. It wasn't the Eagles, it wasn't the, the Browns game because the Browns game was earlier, but my birthday is 27th of October and um, I guess the early birthday gift. Um, we and my daughter were going to be heading back sometime Sunday um, Monday morning. He said, don't leave yet, I need I need to do something. I said, what's going on? And I was going to say, I was getting ready. All of a sudden, hey, hey, come on down. And I hadn't even, I still had on the shirt I slept in. And I heard a voice, and that voice is for me. And it was Eric Ebron right there in the apartment. Um, so he 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 talked to Eric a lot to play video games together, and so he knew that I was a Carolina grad. So that was really cool. And so we talked about probably 20, 30 minutes, and it was it was a really cool conversation. Oh, wow. But I do look forward to um some more conversation with the guys. Um, I think Terrell Evans. Yes. Um, we were getting cold tested for one of the games, and we were sitting out there waiting. He walked by, and he. I remember he waved and spoke. He seemed very, very nice, very sincere young man. Um, but I do look forward to seeing, meeting a lot of the guys. Um, Coach Tom, for sure. I mean, that's um, more than he's more than a coach. He, he's a he's a he's a mentor and he's a person that my son looks up to and someone I admire, I admire for years. So definitely look forward to that too. And I don't know if you see my Twitter um, profile picture. Still a picture of me and Alex at one of the. Um, Charlotte um, mm-hmm. spring games. I said, I'm not going to change that picture. I get a picture of me and him in a steel uniform. Not a picture there you in go. a steel t-shirt. I'm keeping that mm-hmm. picture. I'm waiting until at some point, hopefully after one of the games, I can get, get one of those pictures. So. Uh, yeah, that's great. So um, I don't know if you can answer this question or not. I'm going to ask it just to, just to see if you know. any. Who, who are some of the guys Alex hangs out with? Oh, you know, away from the facility and stuff like that. I mean, does he? That has he has he made a, a a lot of friends with the guys? Is that you know? I know you said about playing video games and stuff like that. Um, or is there anyone he's specifically he's bonded with more than than others? I would probably say Eric Ebron. Um, mm-hmm. He he's done some stuff with JC uh, Hasselmeyer. Did I pronounce that right? Hasselmeyer. Uh, yeah. Tessa and I, I think she's wife and Alice's uh, fiance are, are good friends. Um, 
Mm. Um, I think him and TJ have done some things, but honestly, he's he's kind of a homebody. He's kind of always been like that. Um, I'm kind of like that myself. Um, <laughs> he he, I saw him on Insta, yeah, Instagram doing a little, playing a little, um, top golf with Chase at pool. Um, mm-hmm. So, but yeah, he's not doing a whole lot with any of the guys that I know of. And that's the thing we don't ask a whole lot. If he'll tell us, like sometimes he'll be somewhere and say, guess what I'm with? He does all the time. <laughs> I say, uh, now it's throw out a crazy name. Mm-hmm. Sometimes just so he'll get to it, then he'll mess with me and say, no, guess again. I'm like, mm, I don't like this game. <laughs> just tell me who it is. <laughs> uh, and he'll be, and he'll tell us his places with some of the guys. So that, that that's cool. Yeah. All right. I, I've, Dave, I'm going off script here just to no, tell, no, go, okay? no, no, just because whatever, because I, I've got my own reason for asking this question, Mr. Hospital. Any plans to head up to Latrobe for training camp this year? Ah, he this, is getting this camera I'm trying to get it down. <laughs> there you go. There you go. That's Two right. thumbs up. All right. Well, just, uh, it I hasn't been announced officially yet that they are definitely right. going to Latrobe, but we are expecting that announcement either at the end of this Correct. week or next week. Yes, and I'm hoping they do because I have never made the trip to Latrobe, and the college I work at, the basketball, you know, one of the assistant basketball coaches I'm good friends with, um, not, another retired high school teacher, um, and he's like. Listens to the show, Coach Hoffman. I know you'll probably hear this, so hope you're having a good evening. Um, he's like, you've never been to training camp? He's like, we're going. He's like, I'll take you and Kyle, and we'll just go to training camp one day. So um, I'm actually hoping to make my first Steelers training camp visit to Latrobe here later in the summer. I definitely want to go. Um, I don't know if I Alice went with me and I went by myself, but I went to one of the Panthers training camps and it was cool because actually one of Alice's teammates was a, um, a draft free agent with them, um, Austin Duke, the receiver. And he made it to the second to last cut, I think, with, this, with the Steelers. But um, I want to say he might have been part of the practice squad so many years as well. But I wanted to see him and really so many people won't be there. And I, I was nowhere even close to he even saw me. It was just, they were everywhere. So I can... I'm interested in seeing how this post-COVID, we're still in COVID, but post-lockdown um, training camp is going to be. And I'm, I'm excited. I am, I'm looking forward to, to seeing people and talking to them, people I've mm-hmm. communicated with um, on Twitter and Instagram and all that. So um, it'll be fun. It'll be fun. It's going to have a different feel than obviously the Panthers one. Um, but I remember how cool that was. And Alice was playing at Charlotte. So I was in the oh, God, wouldn't this be great if I actually get to come to one of these? My son's out there. Because part of it is hearing the fans communicate yeah. and talk with the, the with the players, so that'll be kind of cool. And I'm debating if I'm kind of being kind of if I'm or someone hosting up on the back of it. I don't know yet. We'll we'll see. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I kind of messed up the incognito thing. I guess I'm kind of yeah know, a little bit. <laughs> we, we 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 got you now. You're 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 a famous Steeler dad. It's funny because if if you've noticed my 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 Twitter handle and my email is, is Steeler Super Fan Dad. I didn't call myself that. That was it. It was five years ago. I was at the, I guess they call it, they called it Fan Fest at the time. It was basically the draft party at Heinz Field on the Saturday of the draft. 
I was there as a season ticket holder. I, I had tickets just sent to me. So I'm like, sure, well, I'll take the whole family. We'll travel up. And I wore my, my get up like I wore to a game, not my helmet. I didn't have my helmet yet that I wore to games now. <laughs> um, but but I just, you know, Steelers do rag. I was in the Bumblebee jersey, Bumblebee socks, all that stuff. They asked if they could take my picture. I said, sure. They ended up using it as their at the Steelers on Steelers.com ended up using my picture to, to for their Father's Day line of stuff that year. And it was said for the super fan dad. So that's that's the only reason I I, I take that moniker. But it's I'm I'm nothing like you. But from a dad no. perspective, have you have you ever can you think of a time where like Alex maybe you know had a rough game or just just had a rough time? What did you say to him afterwards? What, what what did you say if he was, you know, and it wouldn't even have to be football, even if it was, you know, with his baseball or basketball. What, what is a dad do you say to your son whenever he's, you know, know, know that he had a rough game and or or he played well when it was a rough loss or something like that? How, how do you have that conversation? Well, for the rec ball and all that, I was one of the coaches, so it was kind of easy to, well, I was more of the coach than the, than the dad with the conversation. It was always mm-hmm. – um, let's get past it, let it go, let it go. Because when he was younger, he really would um, hold on to bad, bad at baseball or having a turnover or doing something, making a poor decision in, um, in basketball or this tackle or whatever in football. Um, but when we started playing school ball, I remember middle school, it was actually middle school baseball game. Um, Should have beaten this team. But this team had two guys that ended up being starters at the at the high school, not the one Alice went to, one of the others, um, the oldest high school in, in Wilmington. And these were two stars. One of the guys wanted to play baseball at Davidson, one played play um, Vision 2 ball, I think, in North Carolina. They were really good, and I struck out three times. And two times, it was, there were people in scoring position, and um, the guy that had his number. And um, I just remember saying, all you can do is get by and, go, and get it the next time up there. And it was frustrating because he ended up losing his starting position uh, in his first person. Hadn't made any errors, hadn't played poorly in the field, but he didn't hit well. So he just got pulled and he didn't get a chance to DH, which was kind of frustrating. But, um, well, let me rephrase that. He didn't get a chance just to play first base and let someone on DH for him. Um, and he asked me after one of the games, he asked about a guy from the year before. He said, well, how come I don't get to hit again? Because this guy, struggle last year but he got played again i didn't have an answer all i said was i can't tell you son all i can say is you just have to go out there and work harder the next time and prove them wrong and you just keep working and i remember i i, I said i was of that same story every time there was frustration in high school is really tough because they didn't win a lot um this junior year they were really competitive and could be in four or six but three of those games, they lost by three points or less, and one was in overtime. So they were easy. Could have been seven and three or six and four and made the playoffs. But his senior, they were 0-10. There were a lot of struggles. And mm-hmm. I just kept saying, you are blessed that you're probably going to be able to play past this. So you can't you let this lose and get in your head. you got to realize that you have a whole lot more to play for than these other guys. You just keep get your head down, bust your butt, and keep playing. And he, he grinded it out, and um, it was good. I mean, I always and it, and it kind of comes from being an administrator, being an educator over the years, and dealing with kids who just aren't successful, and you just always have to let them know you love them. You um, let them know you believe in them, 
and that even when you don't do well, you still love. And that's the most important thing. And our, 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 both our kids knew that. Um, but he just got better at putting the stuff behind him and not dwelling on it. And I remember the second Ravens game when after Bud got hurt, um, he jumped offside. <laughs> and we were here. That was the game that got postponed three times. Mm-hmm. And I said a not so nice word when he jumped outside. And um, I said, okay, he's just a little bit hyped up. That's all it is. He himself calmed down. He was fine. Um, and I, don't, I think I even said something to him. So why jump outside? I said, all right, it's all good, man. You, know, you, you finished the game pretty well. Um, and I think, what game was it? Um, Bengals game. And he got a lot of negative press and a lot of things were written. Um, about him making, um, particularly on one play where the quarterback got a touchdown. And I was kind of mad at him up in the stands and seeing that play. And I guess I can say it now. Um, I mean, I'm not giving away any secrets, but I asked him, I said, how come you – why didn't you stay with the quarterback on that? I said, um, the outside linebackers have been taking a dive every time. That's what he did too. I went, oh, so it wasn't your fault. I said, mm well, Chris Collinsworth didn't go. know that. No, everyone, everyone blamed him. And yeah. so I had that satisfaction. Actually, someone used that in one of the I said, I said, no, not really. And I almost commented, no, I'm not, I can't be that parent. I said, no, I saw that. He knows in his heart that um, he did the right thing. And um, I said, good. We're good. Hope I answered All that. Right. I don't know if I really oh, answered yeah, that. Oh, no, yeah. That was fantastic. Oh, no, That's exactly what we're looking for. That was one thing wonderful. I was, that I never, ever did was to blame the coaches. And to blame other people, uh, it was hard, but we 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 didn't we didn't do that here. That, that came out of my mouth. Um, now, unless someone harmed my child, unless someone said something specifically against my child, that's the only time they ever they ever hear me talk bad about a coach or a teacher. Well, as a former coach, I appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> So, as a current coach, I appreciate that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. God, I, sometimes during, during high school games, I almost couldn't sit in the stands because I just couldn't not stand the stuff they were saying. I was like, oh, God, stop. I mean, y'all, it's not easy. <laughs> and they, they're doing the best they can do. Let's just give them a break. Even the Charlotte games are hard to sit there and listen to the fans complain. Yeah. So I'm very interested in hearing this year with people in the stands. Um, I can't. Yeah. That's the part well, we didn't but, have to deal with. So it's going to come. So when, when I was coaching and my wife would be in the stands and people wouldn't know that she was my wife, that was always, she, she would have a hard time. So I, that's that it'll be interesting, but no, we, I'm sorry. As, as some people are critical, but really when it comes down to it, we love our Steelers players. We really do. We do. We so. do. They, they put on the black and gold. We love them. So sometimes we give them a hard time, but deep down inside, we love them all because they got our, yeah, they got the right colors on for us. So, Hey, um, all right. So I'm sitting here actually glancing on off the live chat and everybody's talking to my son in there because, you know, it's actually been a couple of weeks since he's been in there because, um, he just finished up JV baseball season, um, last a little over a week ago now, I guess. Um, so now he's back into being in our shows and interacting with the fans. But I want to know from you, you know, he's 15, he's finished his freshman year of high school. What was Alex like when he was, you know, 15 and in high school? 
Hmm. I'm going to find a picture while we're talking. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Really, we, we might get in trouble now if Alex finds out about this. It's really hard to describe it. Um, Finishes freshman year, he's probably five, seven, five, eight. Mm. Um, I don't think he was all in five, eight. I might be wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, I know he wasn't because I remember he got his permit that year, and the permit actually had height was five, seven, five. Anyway, it was around that height. Um, and my my father in law loved him to death, but he's a short guy, so I was so worried for the longest time that he was going <laughs> to get that those genes and. And that sophomore year to grow old, I said, oh, boy, we're, we're, I just it, it'll be okay. I remember telling myself, he doesn't have to be a great athlete. Um, I was hoping he makes the team. And literally, at, I was just hoping he would make the team um, and get to play a little bit as a, um, as a, as a, a freshman. I mean, as a junior and senior. Um, oh, boy, here, here we go. Let's hope I can get it on there. Let me move it. All right. There, that's good. That, yeah, that's that, good. That there was him at the end of his sophomore year. At, no, after football season, sophomore year. So this would have probably been um, December, November. November, so yeah. Woo! And you see there, that's a lot of that's a lot of weight, not a lot of definition. Um, Definitely but, doesn't uh, look like the picture to... that came out recently on social media of him. You know, <laughs> nah, his, by the time he physique. went to, um, this is funny. I, this is one of between that year and the start of his senior year. I just saw it where to go. And it's one of my favorites just to see how he had worked and, and trimmed down and just had gotten a little more definition. But the metabolism kicked in and I tell people, I think mm. his, he got his height. He's waiting for his height. Mm-hmm. Yep. And uh, that was for the, after football season, the sophomore year to begin right for senior year. And he said, that's such a skinny picture. He's probably two or five, maybe two ten, probably two or five. And he don't wait. He came a freshman at Charlotte. He was two thirty. Um, yeah, he, he, he did. He put the work in. He was, um, but he was just someone who loved all sports. I mean, sophomore year, he played baseball, JV baseball, and he played JV football. Um, wasn't quick enough or tall enough to play basketball. And basketball's his first love. I mean, because it was my first love. So that's what we talked about and watched more basketball than anything. I mean, I don't know. That was Ben Roethlisberger's first love. Game. That's what he wanted to do. <clears throat> yeah. I bet Ben was good. And then he yeah. finally grew enough. So when he was a senior, he was 6'3, he played basketball. And, um, Hadn't played high school basketball in those years and worked his way from a bench guy to a starter by the middle of the season and led the team in, in, um, in rebounds, and it's really cool. His last game, they playoff, they lost to either the one or the two seed in the east of North Carolina. He had a double-double. <laughs> he had his best game against the best um, team they played all year. So that hiring him, I saw it then. I remember – I love that game, and I don't know what I told him after, but I just said, man, you played that well against this Garner team? And they had, I won't say three D1 players on that team. He was, so I knew when he went to Charlotte, he'd be ready. And um, I felt confident that he'd be ready going to Pittsburgh. And, um, I think he's he's met our expectations and exceeded them. So. Well, I think, well, let's just say this. 
you're coming from a different perspective, you know, of of, Alex, of, of the player's father. As a as someone who who covers the Pittsburgh Steelers, I loved the pick in the third round because of the whole situation of the Steelers generally. Now this year seemed a little bit different, especially with the salary cap and everything else. But usually the, the Steelers draft not for that year, but for mainly is for the next year. You know, they don't want to have to call on their rookies as much as they as they do. Right. And taking Alex where where they did, that was a perfect setup because you had last year where he could come right in and he was instantly going to be that first guy into the rotation because yeah. the Steelers, I mean, they needed that. They desperately needed that. And then by getting that experience, the Steelers were able to tell what they had in Alex to know if Bud Dupree then moved on if he was someone who could step in and to, and grab that starting job, or if that was something they were going to have to address. I've said it many times, Alex Highsmith's 2020 season had us not talking about outside linebackers leading up to the NFL draft, because it was one of those things where the Steelers didn't have to go grab another first round guy because Alex looked like he was ready to step in. So he's stepping in as the guy this year. What are your expectations for Alex for 2021? He'll show improvement. Um, mm -hmm. I, I have no reason to believe that he won't continue that escalation from what he's done from high school through college. Um, he's improved every year. And I think injury is the only thing that will stop him from improving. Um, he, he was so dedicated. He actually hired a chef down in mm -hmm. – um, Cornelius, North Carolina, to, to, to prepare the food so he wouldn't eat any junk. I mean, he doesn't eat junk food. He's, I mean, he's the natural supplements he uses. That's really about it. Um, but he just works and grinds. And um, I remember the the iPad came that had all the the stuff for this coming year. And I remember especially when he got it, but he was on that thing that same day. Well, instead of he was coming down a week later, he said, "No, no, go ahead and bring it up when you come." He wanted it as soon as he can get it, and. He's going to study. He he's. I mean, yeah, they've been for the most part. People have been pretty positive what they think he'll do, or they've been neutral. They haven't really been a lot of people saying he's not going to be really good. But all it takes is a few of them who are doubting him. That's fooling him. He's already excited about that. I remember we were sitting here, I'm looking over at my TV, and I'm trying to think what was on. We might have been watching. We all Marvel, we love Marvels. That's one of the things my, my love for superheroes I gave to the kids, but he's a Marvel freak. And um we were watching something, nice. all of a sudden he said double double digit sacks. He jumped down on the floor. Well, he said, They think I can't get double digit sacks. He jumped on the floor for the push-ups. And just got back up and I just looked at it and smiled, didn't say anything. <laughs> I was like, you know, he's so I like to get those things that are negative and I don't really you know, just say, okay, right. And I, I have things bookmarked. Um, I um, have DVR, <laughs> so I I, I have literally um, NFL Good Morning in Football, um, NFL Live. All I watch all those shows, and if they say some things about Dalton Steelers. I've been backing them up, recording them, and taking that video clip. I have a little transfer machine, putting them on the file. So I'm gonna save them. I'm just gonna use them when we prove people wrong this year. Um, but um, no, he's he's focused. He's he's ready. He he, he said he jumped offside one time today um, in the scrimmage um, or whatever they did. He said Ben the did eleven on eleven back, drills. Back, yeah. no, yes, 
He had did two back to back hard counts and he got him on the second one. So his goal for the rest of the camp is not no no more jumping outside. He said he wants to be off that ball. He wants to be fast, fast, fast. Because that was his thing in college. He was so fast off the ball. And, uh, right. He's going up against a different different level now. So now he needs to be faster. So yeah. I, I bet you after he jumped off sides, I bet you Ben turned and gave him one of those big Ben grins that he got him. <laughs> <laughs> I bet he did. He did. He he's he's and I, I have a feeling he won't do it again. He won't. I don't think he will. Nope. <laughs> yeah. So well, we when we close out our shows, we generally do something, and you know what? I, I feel like we can't break tradition, but we no. we ask a question, and then we ask the live chat to put their answers out there. I scold them every week and say, "Don't put it out there until you see me type the question in there, or else I won't bring it up." And they they have to right. do it a certain way. But we ask we ask the other questions. We we did a show a few weeks ago. My brother and I we had to do who was we projected to be the most improved player for the Steelers next year. I had Alex as number one. He had Alex as number two um, because he also wanted to see a huge year from Chase Claypool as well, just to have that whole 2020 class blow up. But um, we're, we have some, some hopes. So what we're going to ask, it, it was asked as a super chat question earlier, just, and you know, just for fun. And, you know, just because we, we like to project, project for us, how many sacks you think Alex is going to have this year? Between eight and ten. Eight is a modest. Eight is my modest. Okay. Um, but I, I think he can get I, I mean I think he can get double digits, but I don't want mm-hmm. to even put that out there because I don't want to think I'm just having too much confidence in or being too arrogant. But I, I feel I feel he's gonna do enough for the video study and uh, I think he's he's improved enough on his skills with what he's done in the offseason. Um there were well the Cincinnati, second Cincinnati game. He had the sack, and the guy just this barely sidestepped him. And he fell right in TJ's arms, and I, I've been meaning to take that clip because that's the only sack TJ got all year. But he didn't do his dance on. He went right to Alice and hugged him. So <laughs> even TJ knew yes. that was your sack. But thank you, yeah. and and that, I, and that told me a lot and about that's, him. That's a good TJ point. As a person. Yeah. So he this, set up he set up some people last year, and I really before yeah. I need to get him off of DVR because I won't have room <laughs> for this year. <laughs> I get those games off. So I'm going to watch him one by one and mm-hmm. actually watch some stuff and just look and see once he was until once he was starting. Um, how often did he actually help set up someone else's sack? Um, yeah. I think in the got that last Cleveland game, Cleveland game, he had a great game. Yeah. I mean, yeah. That was big. Yeah, that, that was, was against a pretty quality left tackle too. So um, yes, yeah. I mean, yeah, Cleveland has a, they have a solid offensive line. You, you got to give them that. So, Rich, you go throw your number out there before we uh, open it up. To uh, I am, and um, uh, don't forget you have to give yours too. Um, I will. I, I'm going to say he flirts with that ten number, mm-hmm. but comes up just short and ends up with nine and a half. Oh, you took my number. Nine and a half was my number as well. Because you know why? I like nine and a half because I think it's reasonable and everything there, but you're not setting him up too high to where like to where if he doesn't get double digits, it doesn't work. You know, it, he doesn't have to get double digit sacks this year. They just need to work as a unit and make sure that the sacks are getting done and working together. Like yes. you said, with TJ, you know, TJ getting a sack that was it doesn't matter if 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 somebody's turning the quarterback right into somebody else's arms, that's great. 
individual stats are wonderful. We want those Steelers sacks. I, I want to see him get 60 this yeah, year. I don't, I don't remember if it was last week when I was with Michael or if it was the week before, Dave, with you and me, where I was talking about, you know, it wouldn't surprise me if we saw more sacks this year from Stefan Tuitt and Cam Hayward because a quarterback stepping up because of the pressure coming from both the both yeah. the, the linebackers on the outside. I mean, so what are you going to do with that defensive front? Yep, tell me about so, it. No. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to bring it up in the live chat here. You go ahead, Mr. Highsmith. You have something else you'd like to say. No, I think that he will. And I think he was kind of underrated in against the run. I saw somebody's um, set that he was for all outside linebackers. He was second or third in tackle and percent of tackles that he had a chance to get. I mean, his, his mm -hmm. percentage was high. I mean, yeah, yeah. there he He's a lot better against the run. I think people gave him credit for, and I think um, he'll he'll show improvements there. Um, he's not told me. I mean, he's kind of off the cuff. Yeah, he wants to have double digits. He hasn't given me a number. I'm not going to ask him if he tells me. Um, but that's mine, and my heart is eight. So okay. eight. there you go, um, Andrew Wilbar. He's got ten and a half sacks. I'm not. I'm even going to read. I left the numbers up there for a while. Other people can read them. Um, BF Bud has eight. Um, Je Jesse has 11 and a half. Steelers Pittsburgh says eight. Michael O'Malley, he's going with 12 and a half. And he wants to thank you for, for being here with us tonight, Mr. Highsmith. Um, Kyle, um, I love, go to I, I, I like that answer, Kyle. He Whatever says four less than TJ. Four. There you go. I'll, I'll take that. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, Justin Conway says 10 and a half. Uh, Kathy, well, she's, she's in here every show. She has 11. Um, um, Wes says that he's going to, that he's going to get 10 and he threw in a couple other stats of some forced fumbles and interceptions. I like those. I like those. Um, yeah. Brian says 12, 12, a healthy dozen Stacy. She, she stole her. She said nine and a half. You know, I, I, I like, I like that number because in that way you're sitting, you're not, you're, it's not about the double digits. Okay. Um, dusk thunder nine says 10 sacks and, what thinks he's going to have some intersections as well or interceptions as well. Double HH says nine. Um, and he says that then he'll get paid handsomely if he keeps averaging that um, for his rookie contract. And then AJ, he also says nine. So we, we like to bring that up and, and give our, give our uh, listeners a chance to, to chime in on a question at the end of every show. Hope we got a couple more flight in here. Um, yep. hey. um, B, um, BMK. Hey. I'm pretty sure this I'm trying to remember. I think this might be the artist formerly known as Solarverse. Uh, uh, with 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 oh, this really? name. If, if I remember, yeah, because he was he was changing his 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 name and he told it to me, and I couldn't remember okay. what it was. I think that might be it. He said 11 and a half. Rendell River says says um says 10. Um Wes said something I do want to bring you know, up. This, says, yeah, this is a good point, Wes. He says, I honestly believe even if he only got seven, hypothetically, but was part of a defense that got 50-plus again, that's a successful second season. You know what? You know, it really is. Yeah. So I agree. What I, agree. I say about Alex is this. I think he – last year he came in for the, for the injured Bud Dupree. Late in the year, you were trying to, to do um, – Oh, and, uh, hey, I was right. Um, thank you, Solar. The artist formerly known, artist as, formerly known as Solarverse, now known as the Bully Mob Kennel. Okay. So okay. Alex comes in for Bud, and 
you know the defense is kind of set up in certain ways to play to player strengths and things like that. And last year it was it, it, it's kind of hard to adjust too much on the fly, but Boy. it's no longer about Alex Highsmith be doing what Bud Dupree did. He right. doesn't need to be Bud Dupree. He needs to be the best Alex Highsmith he can be. And he's got, I mean, we've talked about this on other shows. He's got a good linebackers coach. I mean, Coach Butler, you know, especially with the whole defensive front, we've talked about this. He he can dial up some stuff, and, and he he's really good at that part of the game. So as long as they're playing to Alex's strengths, which is what this defense seems to do, that they that they take what even uh, Robert Spillane said this in an interview that they said, oh, they want you to work more on strengthening this part of your game. They said, no, they want me to work on what I do well and get even better at it, and that they'll the Steelers will adjust that. Is that what you see from Alex this year? It's kind funny, of a way to close I'm, out the I'm show. Sure that, um, these two, I'm going to get two shouts here, and I'm sure the people um, get them out to have nothing. They won't be watching this, but. Um, that last thing you mentioned about the strengths you have and, and getting better at it, we had a education consultant talk to us, the district and our administrators, and as coaching our teachers, and he talked about how, how it's so hard to take something you're not good at to make it better, as opposed to taking a strength and making it better, so you get so much more return. Now, I love that mentality, that philosophy, and I love what you're saying. I do believe that they will they will capitalize on what he's good at, and. Um, the other part about not needing Bud Dupree, um, my, my superintendent for most of my time was the principal, Dr. Markley, when he hired me, um, I came at the very, very popular principal one of the best in the county. She, you know, went on to the human resources department. I worked under her for three years as assistant principal. He said, I don't need Robin Myers. I need the best Sam Myers. So when you said that, I thought what he told me those years ago, and he was right. I mean, if I would try to live up to her, I mean, it would have been a failure the whole time. But I do believe that I was able to be who I was. And, I, yeah, I've been better at it. I'm a real, very harsh critic of myself, but I enjoy my time as a principal. But, but I told Alex that um, either right before the Washington game or might have told him that here to my next year, but I said, you don't need to be but man. It's like Dr. Marcus said, I, I can't be Robin Myers, so. Be the best, Alex Hodgson. Yeah. So. Yep. Yeah. That's, and I, I, and I think that's what we're going to get this year. So well, we've gone over a little bit, but you know what? Well, we got a guest <laughs> yeah, like this, sorry. other than the fact that we feel bad that we've used so, so much of your time, uh, you know, we, we kind of don't, don't want to stop. Rich, anything you want to say in closing here? Um, just Mr. Heisman, thanks for coming on with us. Uh, really hope you, you have a great Father's Day. Um, Alex, better get you something nice. Um, because you deserve yeah. it. Um, He's got a nice little gift. So I, I have to admit, he did. He did well. So yeah. um, one of my uh, it was one of my bucket list things I'm going to do. So yeah, it's good. That's and, and thanks for giving us this neat perspective of what it's like to be the dad of a Pittsburgh Steeler. Yeah, this is this is this was very unique, very very. Um, time appropriate and everything. We just want to want to thank you. Anything you would like to say here in closing, just, um, just if, if anything you want to plug or advertise or just anything you want to say to Steelers nation. Well, 
Just and I'll give another shout out because this friend actually might watch this. Um, Sam Cambridge, he was he's, he was born in Pittsburgh. Um, we were administrators together in middle school, and he has a school himself now. And I have schools, and when he moved in, he put all of this black and gold in his office. It was everywhere. I was like, oh my god, this guy's a freak for these this Pittsburgh stuff. And he told me he was from there, and man, he's one of these people who's paid that money for that direct TV. Uh, it paid for the Sunday. You paid all that for that? He was one of the guys I called the night of the draft because mm -hmm. as this got on, and I learned so much about Pittsburgh and the organization, and once I was drafted, I was happy that I was going to learn and be a part of what was so special near dear to his heart. And yeah, he wanted to I called three people. I mean, it's outside the family, I called three people that night and um, woke him up and told him about it. And um, we actually talked early today. We're going we're gonna to try to come up, do a game together this year. But um, yeah, I know how big and how important and how how strong this donation is. And uh, I found it out very quick as my my Twitter files were increasing. I mean, first of all, just laughing at we knew houses would, but his girlfriends <laughs> for Instagram, people started following. All of a sudden, people were following me. You know? And so I just, I mean, I interact. As people comment, I generally, if I like it, or sometimes I will say some things. Um, but yeah, I, I enjoy that part, and I, I'm, I'm glad to be part of it. And uh, we, 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 we pray that uh, he will have his whole career in Pittsburgh. But we understand it's a business, and if it, if it doesn't, we know this will be a special place. Um, yeah. And always will. All right. Well, once once again, thank you for coming. You're you have an open invitation anytime you would you you want to uh, jump in and talk Steelers because I mean we could talk to you here all night. But uh, <laughs> for for those of you out there, make sure you are checking out all of our podcasts. We have our our daily podcasts on YouTube, one every day. I'll, hopefully, you already know the lineup. Um, we've got our audio only podcast. Make sure you're checking those out. The Let's Rides on Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Michael Beck's live mic on Tuesdays, my stat geek on Thursday mornings, anywhere you get podcasts through there, just search for Steelers and you will see behind the steel curtain uh, there towards the top. And of course, make sure you're checking out behind the steel curtain.com. We are working very hard to be that one-stop shop for all things, Pittsburgh Steelers. We are excited about this season. We're about ready to hit that slow period. Mini camp is going on now. It's going to be done next week. Then, then we just got to hope that there's no Steelers news for a long time because it's that time of year where um, no news is good news. And then come back to get before we know it, it's going to be it's going to be training camp. So uh, make sure you're checking us all out. Thank you once again, Mister Highsmith and uh, Rich. It's one of these times that we don't really want to say that the show's ending, but uh, yeah. I, I guess we'll uh, <laughs> we'll 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 be here next time. We'll be here next Tuesday. I can't wait. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today. 
at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.